From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and patriots of all ages, welcome again to another week of podcasting adventures here on In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. As our announcer said, I am Jerry Brooks, your baby-faced assassin of freedom, fighting for freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of association, and all the other great freedoms that we get to enjoy here in this country. I'm also your tour guide through the wackadoodle world of Joe Biden's America. And, yeah, and I've kind of got some other things to talk about as far as uh, the Biden family, and it has nothing to do with Hunter. Anyway, as we get ready, um, to get into today's fun, uh, just to let you know, if you want to send us an email, you can go to inblackandwrite at gmail.com. Send us questions or comments. You can check out our website, inblackandright.net. And if you want to find our uh, where our audio podcast is, uh, we're available on all podcasting platforms. Just look for In Black and Right with an ampersand uh, in the middle. Or you can check out and find, look for it by my name, Jerry Brooks. Just look for our trademark flaming microphone wherever you get your podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are 22 days, 22 critical days away from the midterms, the most important midterm election in my lifetime and for many of you as well. And it's getting more and more interesting the more we get into things. I mean, it is just absolutely mind-blowing, some of the things that are going on. Yes, we've got polling data that is absolutely getting more and more intriguing uh generic ballot republicans are still ahead in many many polls uh as far as the u.s house and the u.s senate well frankly in a lot of situations uh governor's races u.s senate races u.s house races uh heck even in a lot of uh state legislative seats it's pretty amazing uh, what's going on. But I'm loving some of the things that are coming out about this administration. And believe you me, the FBI, or as I call them, the American KGB, oh man, it's getting more and more insane with these people. More and more insane. They have taken their credibility and absolutely trashed it absolutely trashed it and <clears throat> excuse me and and i love again uh john solomon from just the news comes up with a great story about one of the key fbi whistleblowers and great story on justthenews.com fbi whistleblower says bureau using excessive tactics to ensure process is the punishment now, this refers to Steve Friend, a former FBI special agent, member of their SWAT team. He's from Florida. And the things that he has been telling people like uh, Chuck Grassley, Senator Grassley from uh, Iowa, 
is just absolutely boggling, mind-boggling. Uh, and this story from John Solomon today, and I'll start it out just reading the first couple of the paragraphs, because if you've been following the story about these whistleblowers and the things that they're willing to willing to endure and the things they have endured because the uh, Bureau doesn't want to get its ever-loving hands dirty, but it's a little late for that. And Solomon starts his story. An FBI agent in Florida says he chose to blow the whistle on his agency because it has not been following its own rules while investigating the January 6th riot, designing cases to exaggerate the threat of domestic terrorism in America and using excessive tactics to ensure, quote-unquote, the process is the punishment, even if a suspect is innocent, which many of them are. I mean, look what they're doing, the FBI is doing to pro-life activists. Oh my gosh, it's just really weird to watch this, because in some ways, it's almost like seeing Germany in the 1930s when Hitler rose to power. And Dietrich Bonhoeffer tried to give warning to the German church in a very clear and clarion call. And the church didn't listen, and the rest, as they say, is history. That's how we got World War II and the Holocaust. But anyway... <clears throat> Excuse me, folks. Uh, a little stuffy uh, today, but we're going to get through this. Uh, friend said in the Solomon article, and I quote, We took an oath before our family and our friends and the Lord Almighty. <laughs> and, we, and we are supposed to be people of integrity, unquote. This is what Steve Friend told John Solomon at just the news and he also said this and I quote this is Steve friend and that's not a leisure pursuit and if you are indeed a person of fidelity bravery integrity the FBI motto and you have to be willing to do things that aren't easy especially when they're simple as stepping up and pointing out when you are not meeting the standards that we have set for ourselves unquote yes my friends this is a real man, a man of honor, a man of integrity. And yes, and because he was honest, because he told the truth, his security clearance has been suspended and he's lost his job with no pay after he filed a whistleblower complaint with Congress. Now, this is what happens and Agent Friend is being used as an example to any other potential whistleblowers that this is what you're going to get when you cross us. This is the FBI, folks. This is not the mafia. It's not, you know, you don't go outside of the family type of a thing. And yet, here we go. This is what happens. And to Steve Friend, I say, God bless you, sir. Thank you for being a man of honor and integrity, and you even mentioned God in the whole thing. Yay. Happy, happy. I'm, I would love to meet him one day, and actually I'd love to interview him one day, but this poor guy 
because he did the right thing and he called the, his people out, his agency out, and its management out, now suspended from his job, no security clearance, nothing. And they're going to make his life hell. They're going to make his life hell if he ever tries to get any kind of a job. I would hope as a Floridian and as in law enforcement, sir, you, the FBI are jerkwads, okay? You can find a law enforcement job anywhere in the state of Florida. And you don't even have to relocate. And that's the beautiful part. I mean, hey, get somebody to talk to Governor DeSantis. Somebody in this state will hire you for a law enforcement job. They will. And if they have a problem with that, too, if the FBI has a problem with that, too dang bad. Too dang bad. Because this nonsense has to stop. This is another reason why November 8th is just the beginning. Because when the new Congress gets seated in January, there are going to be some serious hearings going on at the Department of Injustice with the FBI, Christopher Wray, Merrick Garland, the whole stinking bunch of them. Because the FBI's at reputation is trashed. Totally trashed. And on top of that, cherry on top of the Sunday, John Durham, the special prosecutor, uh, is just finishing, had just finished up today with the Igor Denchenko case. But the problem is, he, before uh, Durham uh, closed his case, he gave the FBI apparently a verbal legal spanking for the major league <laughs> hinky stuff that they've done with Danchenko, the Hunter Biden case, and so much more. So much more. And keeping Danchenko, a Russian national, by the way, on the payroll, that was bad enough. Bribing Christopher Steele with his bogus, with his bogus, totally debunked dossier, offering him a, offering them a million dollars, the FBI offering a foreign intelligence agent one million dollars to prove that that for corroborating his totally bogus dossier. Come on, FBI, you can do a hell of a lot better than that. A lot better. Ay caramba. Ugh. Well, interesting also during the weekend. On Saturday, I did a In Black and White Saturday special, which I'll be doing for the at least the next two, maybe three weeks, as we're heading up to the election. And man, oh man, it was great. Uh, I did a story... And that came from the Epic Times, and even Tucker Carlson uh, made mention of it on his show about a Virginia House of Delegates member who is Democrat and also Hispanic. Now, I've, I've heard from reports that this woman, whose name is, is Elizabeth Guzman, is a originally Peruvian and coming to the United States. Now, she's a social worker. And she came up with the totally brain-dead idea of trying to introduce a law into the Virginia House of Delegates to consider parents who won't affirm 
their minor children's dysphoria as a form of child abuse and criminalize it, totally changing the state's definition of what child abuse and neglect is. Well, I did mention uh, the incredible gauntlet that she was inviting upon herself if she actually tried this. Not, she, won't, she wasn't going to get it through the House of Delegates because it's a Republican majority. Now, and if she even got through that one, there was still the state Senate to deal with. And, uh, yeah, Winsome Sears, honey, no. You, aren't gonna, you ain't going to intimidate Winsome Sears. It's not going to happen. Now, if it got through that, it would have to get to Governor Youngkin's desk. He'll absolutely veto it. No worries about that. And if she wanted to really push the issue, then she gets to deal with a Hispanic Attorney General, Jason Meares. So, as of yesterday, it was reported in the, the Epic Times that she has withdrawn her intention to put this bill through. And I'm thinking, well, I wonder how much backlash she got to totally shoot this idea full of holes. So, yay happy. So, at least Virginia is safe another day from serious groomers and doofuses. But still, oh my goodness, excuse me, folks. This is just ridiculous. But now, interestingly enough, the state of Michigan, on the flip side, Michigan Republicans are putting forth a measure that would make parents who want to put their minor children through gender transition and all of that mutilation, that would be considered felony child abuse. Now, of course, it's probably not going to get through the legislature, but if it does, Whitmer's not going to sign it. There's no way. And I'm sure the, her gal pal, the Attorney General of Michigan, who's a real freakazoid, is going to be just totally ups not with that, and she's going to fight it through every possible means that she has at her disposal. So this is kind of interesting, but now with states and a growing number of states banning these type of procedures, step in California, that bastion of wokeness, stupidity, and Gavin Newsom is still the greatest salesman for U-Haul in California history. <laughs> Yay. So no. So now we're now it's going to the courts. And states' rights are going to be tested. And I'm willing to bet this thing is going to go to the Supreme Court. Now, the problem is, if the court if the high court, if they actually ever hear the case and rule on it, they if they say, well, you states can't do that, I said, that would be a direct, a very direct threat to the Tenth Amendment, because state legislatures do have the power to make these laws, but most of them, the, most of these folks who disagree with that sort of thing, then they're like, okay, we're just going to take them to California, even though they live in a state that bans it. So this is just going to be a real mess, and it can turn out so many different ways. I mean, if you have a couple 
who is divorcing and you've got custody issues. You got one parent who's totally down with messing with their kids like that. The other parents not. You're, you're going to be opening a Pandora's box of problems dealing with this. There's so many things that are involved in situations like these, especially when you're dealing with uh, divorces, custody cases, and so forth. So that one's going to be a real mess. That's for sure. Uh, but I'll tell you what, though. Um, you know, this is going to be interesting to see. Now, uh, how that turns out. But also, what's interesting uh, that's been happening, I just noticed today. Now, the cheat is on. I've put it on all my social media on more than one occasion. Pennsylvania, a key state, the Keystone State, is in a real world of hurt because you now have the RNC, a story again from the Epic Times, Republicans sue Pennsylvania officials who said they'll accept mail-in ballots without dates. Oh yeah, okay. If you're if you know people in Pennsylvania or if you are in Pennsylvania, the cheat is on again. And this whole thing with mail-in ballots was nothing more than an absolute mess to begin with. Wrought with voter fraud, and now you have Pennsylvania election officials saying that they will accept the ballots, these mail-in ballots with no dates. Uh, excuse me, uh, you dingbats in Pennsylvania, did you ask your legislature? Because the last time I checked and read the Constitution, it is state legislatures and only state legislatures that have the ability to make laws and rules regarding elections and voting. It is not up to judges. It is not up to local election officials. It is up to the legislature. And with 22 days to go and in a very tight race for governor Doug Mastriano and the arrogant little twit of a attorney general, Josh Shapiro, who's turned Philadelphia into Chicago East with all kinds of crime and looking right now at its current projections, another record year of homicides. So yeah, this is going to be really interesting. It's like, hey, if the legislature says, okay, you can do that, that's one thing. But the legislature, who has the sole constitutional authority for this type of thing, and they're going to be, you know, and they're going to be overruled again by little pissant county elections officials who want to cheat and they're probably Democrats to begin with? I said, no, uh-uh. If no state has any rules, then Democrats would win in perpetuity because they will cheat and they will cheat and they will cheat and that's the only way they're going to win. They're going to cheat. And I'll guarantee you, and then of course, you'll get these partisan observers who want to watch the vote count it's like, oh, no, you can't watch that. And that's against the law in practically every state in the country. Partisan observers can see and watch the counts. Now, there's you can't use COVID as an excuse anymore. You just can't. 
So what are you going to do to try to stop it this time? You know, pretty much want to puff up your chest. It's like, oh, no, you can't go in there. Or you're going to throw some Karen at him. It's like, oh, no, you just have to go away. You can't do this. It's like uh, one thing, uh, and even court orders. These people are so full of themselves, they ignored court orders. Court orders from judges that says, hey, you, they can do this. And it's like, no, you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. Who the hell do these people think they are? Sorry, a little salty today. But when I read this story and thinking, okay, mail-in ballots with no dates at all? Uh, is this like the sequel to 2,000 Mules? Because we saw this happen, and not just in Pennsylvania, in Wisconsin, in Michigan, other places. Just this major dump of all these ballots with no way to verify signatures. I mean, these people are ruthless. They are desperate. They know several anatomical parts are going to be handed to them on November 8th. So they're trying to put the cheat in before Election Day. And I'm, pro and I'm sure in states that are going right now through early voting, uh, Florida will be doing its early voting October 24th. But yeah. How many states are right now? How many little Democrats are just plotting in their little, in their little back rooms, trying to figure out how to steal this thing? And if you live in a state that didn't get any kind of election reform or election integrity, hold on to your socks and watch these people like a hawk, and do not be afraid when they protest. If they have a problem with following the law and being transparent. That's on them, not you. And they're, and they're scared. They are weasels and they're scared about what's going to happen. So yeah, so Pennsylvania especially, watch out. Just watch out. And if you're a poll worker, if you're in the counting rooms, if you're some type of election official and you care about the country, you care about integrity, watch these people like a hawk and do not be afraid. Do not be afraid of them, because all they are are cheats and cowards. That's all they are, and they're bullies. And you stand up to a bully, you essentially, in a figurative sense, I don't want to get anybody like saying, oh, he's advocating violence. No, you politically and figuratively punch him in the nose. That's how you deal with a bully. In this case, you quote the law, you quote, and you stand up to everything that they're trying to do to stop you. So yes, that, my friends, is definitely a uh, the way you deal with this. And we're not done yet. I mean, remember, we tomorrow makes exactly three weeks till Election Day. The best thing I still say, and I still encourage people, and I do it everywhere I go, make sure you vote. Make sure it counts and, and learn, learn and learn how to deal with things. Because there are some great training, people who are doing great work, doing tremendous training to teach people how to deal with certain scenarios if you happen to run into them uh, at your polling place. Now, I will be doing my, I'll be doing my bit and I will be, I'll be voting on election day because 
I want to make sure that my vote is actually counted. I'm not dealing with a machine. And I'm dealing with somebody who actually knows the law. Now, I'm pretty confident here in Florida because we have a governor who's just all kinds of smart. And we've done a lot of things to make voting, uh, make election integrity a major issue. And to the point where we act, Florida actually now has a special unit that investigates any type of allegation of voter fraud, ballot harvesting, or anything. And ballot harvesting in Florida is a, is a crime and it is a felony. Now, story again, Epic Times, an Arizona Democrat woman was sentenced to 30 days in prison for, guess what? Ballot harvesting. Uh, that's not exactly cool in uh, Arizona either. But yeah, if they're willing to try it in a state like Arizona and MSLSD and CNN and all their other wackadoodles, uh, Nicole Wallace, Morning Joe and Mika, uh, Dana Bash over at CNN. I mean, Carrie Lake, absolutely. These people have Carrie Lake syndrome. KLS. And because she's tough, she's smart, she was media, she's one, she was one of them. The, big, the biggest and the most popular anchor, and I saw her in her, uh, in her last years as uh, the top anchor in Phoenix, if not in the entire state of Arizona. The lady is tough, the lady is smart, she knows how to she knows how to play the media's games because she was in the media and they hate her for it because they know that they're going to try to fool her they're going to try and do this call her an election denier blah 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 and all the other wackadoodle leftists on that network I mean it shouldn't it's MSLSD because these people I swear are about as nuts as it gets. I mean, who, what psychiatrist would take these people on as, as it's like the, it's like group therapy on steroids and they're doing it throughout the entire network. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, but interestingly enough, as we're kind of winding down for the day, Kanye West or yay as he's, or ye, I'm not exactly sure what he's calling himself these days, but apparently Kanye's been pretty busy, got himself into some trouble, and got himself in the news for some anti-Semitic remarks that he made on social media, and he got kicked off by Facebook, you know, his account was suspended by Twitter, so what does Kanye do? Well, he hasn't, there have been reports that he is planning to buy Parler, the free speech social media platform. Now, you've got Elon Musk going after Twitter. You're going, you've got Kanye who wants to buy Parler. And it's interesting. It's very interesting how that's working out. Because for all the people who are all over Kanye's case uh, for that, and and I do not support anybody, and I mean anybody. I do not disagree. I do not agree. 
under any circumstances when somebody makes an anti-Semitic remark. Okay, I, I, I'm not into it. I will not, I will not condone it. I will condemn it in the strongest possible terms because that is not the dictates of my faith. I have never said or done anything anti-Semitic. I never will do anything anti-Semitic because that violates a foundational tenet of my faith, and that is to be a blessing to God's people Israel. So let's get that out of the way. But now the fact that Kanye wants to buy Parler? Hmm, that's pretty interesting. That's very, very interesting to me because, I mean, the man's a billionaire. He can do that, and it's kind of interesting that he wants to do that. I mean, I don't know if it's because he's following in the footsteps of Elon Musk or trying to do something like President Trump did and he made Truth Social. And by the way, Truth Social is the number one app in the Google Play Store ever since Google had enough sense to actually make it available for Android. Yay, happy. So there's another win for Trump and he's not even running. Oh, and by the way, um, Trump is apparently going to be doing a few more rallies before the midterms. Apparently, he's heading to Texas, which is in, which I find an interesting choice because Abbott right now is ahead of Beto the Bozo O'Rourke in the polls for Texas governor, but and and all the other uh, races in Texas, uh, Dan Patrick, Lieutenant Governor. Ken Paxton, the Attorney General, so on and so on. But it's okay. You know, Trump can pick wherever he wants to go. That's the beauty of being him. But I'm hoping that he will include, I'm sure he's going to include Georgia, because Georgia is still a tough race. Um, Herschel Walker did a pretty darn good job at the first debate, but he's not getting into the second debate. So people like Raphael Warnock, I, I love how he's upset that he won't debate uh he, he won't debate him again Herschel Walker won't debate Warnock again and it's like well too bad hey I debated if you want a second debate eh no thanks uh, kind of taking a page out of an awful lot of Democrat playbooks the Biden basement bunker strategy I mean I can't even begin to count how many Democrats will not debate their Republican opponents for House seats, uh, U.S. House seats, or any for a lot of other positions. Uh, uh, Christ and DeSantis uh, aren't having a debate. I mean, they're using, I mean, Christ is using Hurricane Ian as an excuse. And, I mean, I guess that would be a considered a, a, a legitimate excuse, but, eh, who knows? But, yep, it's a crack up. I mean, Carrie, uh, Carrie Lake is going hard after Katie Hobbs for not debating. I mean, if she's all that in a bag of chips, debate her. Come on, Katie. Come on, K -K Katie. Bloody communist. Come on. If, you're th if your ideas and your positions are that good, take Carrie Lake on straight. Don't go for the Biden bunker basement strategy. If, you, if you're all that in a bag of chips, prove it to the voters of Arizona. Otherwise, 
it's not a surprise that Kerry Lake right now is leading in the polls. And that has got to make people like Katie Hobbs absolutely insane. Because the mainstream media is not going to care. They're going to try to carry your water and carry you across the finish line. But as far as carrying goes, Carrie Lake is taking on the national media, making them look foolish, and it's driving them absolutely 50 shades of bonkers. God bless you, Carrie Lake. I can't wait to... I, I, I had the pleasure of meeting Carrie Lake twice this year at both CPACs in Orlando and in Dallas. Amazing lady, tough lady. She'll make a fabulous governor for Arizona and maybe something else down the road? Hmm? I don't know. We don't really know. We don't even know if we'll still have a country left. That is, if China or Russia doesn't throw nukes at us. We, we don't know, but I'm very confident and I'm very optimistic that we can right the ship. It's just not going to be easy. And it's going to take, and it will not be quick. And this whole microwave mentality, mm -mm. we didn't get into this mess overnight and we're not going to get out of this mess overnight. The only thing I can always tell you is like, November 8th is just the beginning. Phase two is January 2023 when the new Congress is seated. And then that's when the fun really starts. And we're going to see if Kevin McCarthy is going to keep his commitment to America even though he might have more MAGA candidates than he is comfortable with. But it's not about your comfort. It's not about your comfort, Kev. It's about getting this country back on track. And with that, folks, I'm just going to call it a day. Say thank you for listening. Again, if you want to catch the audio version of our podcast, you can just simply go to the podcast platform of your choice and find us. It's really not that difficult. So for now, my friends, take care. God bless. See you tomorrow. We're going to be exactly three weeks away, three weeks away from Election Day. And boy, is it going to get interesting in a hurry. So God bless. Take care. And remember, patriots still come in all colors. Yeah.